Okay, so uh, I want to thank, uh, thank you, Rapenla Shlita, for coming, and to all those that came today, and those that uh, helped uh, make sure that uh, Rapenla is here today, in terms of uh, the uh, arranging all the stuff, especially Shalom Schwartz and uh, Moshe Raymond and the whole committee. Um, of course, this is presented as part of the community-wide Beit Midrash initiative, Givat Sharet. The goal of the program is to have noted Rabbanim and Rosh Yeshiva come to the community and deliver Shurim approximately once a month in the shuls and neighborhood. Of course, I want to thank the sponsoring organizations for enabling this program to happen throughout the year. Uh, of course, Kiyat Nafei Shemesh, Beit Knesset Fagetzin, Oli Yonah Menachem, Netzach Menashe, Beit Midrash Tornilo Mi, Karin Yachad, and of course, uh, we have today, of course, always our, our sort of our sister organization that always helps us, Yeshiva University in Israel, and today, uh, I want to thank the Yeshiva University of Israel alumni who are uh, part of the uh, co-sponsoring team this tonight today. Um, I also want to thank um, Ralph and Sandra Rothschild who are also co-sponsoring this year in honor of Hitler. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And, uh, and of course, our thanks to the committee members for their making uh, this event possible. It says here, seriously, please don't specify names, so I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, of course, please visit our website, BeitShemeshTorah.org, where all of our shirim and announcements, our Mekomos, and recordings are there. So if, if someone is here and missed the shir or wanted to go over it, Hazard the shir, they're all there. Um, I'm ask, I'll ask you to please uh, turn off your cell phones and hold your questions until the end of the shir. Um, and... Uh, I had a great Torah Torah, but I'm not, I'm not going to say it now because uh, I was. I, but uh, just uh, anyone who wants to hear the Torah Torah that Rashiva said uh, in uh, 1986 uh, in Shira Parsha Shmos, we'd uh, be happy to uh, please uh, come to see me. But uh, I would like to call on Razner to introduce Rav Tenner. No, no, no. I would just ask before uh, before uh, we introduce uh, Rav Tenler, all those who, uh, who who grew up in uh, Rav Tenler's shul, I think it would give Rav Tenler much nachas to be able to come up and we can take a picture with uh, with the Rosh Hashiva, and then uh, and then we'll start the shir in about ten seconds. For those who uh, grew up in Rav I thought that was your speech. <laughs> First mission in Turkey Avos tells us Moshe Kibal Tarami Sinai, Mosarli Yeshua, Yeshua's Kayim, We have the beautiful description of the Shalshalat Hamasora, going from Moshe Rabbeinu all the way to the Anshik Nesses And the question that's asked by the Mepharshim on the Mishnah, by the Rabbar Tanura, is what an amazing, beautiful. Defining fundamental Yisod, the Mishnah is telling us, Moshe Kibotur Sinai. But why is that Mishnah there? That's such a basic Mishnah. Why is it stuck in the beginning of Terkiyavos at the end of Seder Nazikin? Put it at the beginning of Shas. Put it at the beginning of beginning of Brachas. The source of everything, Moshe Kibotur Sinai. Explains the Rabbar Tanura. We don't need a Mishnah of Moshe Kibotur Sinai at the beginning of Masechet Erevin or Arachin, or Tamura, of course that came from Arsina. Well, we would think, well, a human being made it up? 
But if we look in Perkyavos, which isn't just about law and halacha and Torah, but it's about life. It's about being a mensch. It's about how to live as a Jew. It's about lives and not just laws. About smiling, about Ezehu Ashir, Ezehu Chacham. That type of description. I might have thought that, you know, maybe that came from human beings. Maybe that was not inspirational, divine from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. No, the Torah tells us, and Rabbi Yudanasi Dafka puts that mission at the beginning of Perkyavos, Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai. Our Messiah is not just about laws and halacha, it's about how to live. It encompasses all areas of human dignity, of how to act Ben Adam HaMakom and Ben Adam HaChavero. And Rabbi Yudanasi wanted to emphasize that by putting the Mishnah there. Our generation and the past number of decades, Chal Yisrael has been Zoha to a leader who not only taught us, teaches, taught and continues to teach us Torah through his shiurim, through his writings, through his loyalty to the Mitzorah of his father-in-law, of his family. It's somebody who teaches us, Moshe Kibbal Torah Sinai, with every fiber of his being. Rabbi Tandler's name was a household word in, in my family personally since I was a baby. My father and Rabbi Tandler go back many, many decades together. My father couldn't be here today. He was uh, just gets very cold. He not, uh, couldn't make it. He wanted to be here. But again, he, um, you know, Rabbi Tandler and he were, you know, they speak many, many Fridays, wishing each other good Shabbos. And it's, um, Rabbi Tandler was always a zmut to me, to our family, to all of Klai Yisrael. And he teaches us, again, not just facts and Torah, but he teaches us in every situation in life, what does the Torah want? Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai, Pirkei Avot, and every Misafta. So it's a tremendous list that we have a link in the chain of the Misorah. Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai, we are Zoha to have our Rosh Yeshiva, our Moshe Tenler to share and bring the Misorah down to us every day. And Baruch Hashem today here in Beit Shemesh. Chavad Price independence is my Thank you, Roberto. Most likely, you will expand on what Roberto said. came last week, uh, I saw the newspaper uh, dated uh, December 29, and in the newspaper I found the same pa- paper, three articles that caught my eye. One, a report about a new drug being used in England for treatment of a special condition that sometimes arises after pregnancy. In layman's term, the pregnancy continues 
afterbirth and develops into basically a cancer for which they're very difficult to cure. And the uh, report, uh, three women, three treatments, 100% success. Next article uh, concerns the use again of a gene-altering therapy, <coughs> a use of a drug in Primaria, uh, which I assume by now uh, no one can afford to buy, uh, afford to use the way the companies have been pricing their drugs. Right? An 83% success rate among 63 critical yield children in the aggressive form of leukemia. Uh, then uh, another report, same paper, this is my first introduction to the Israeli paper this, in this visit, that uh, 111 National Football League players donated their brains to science. <laughs> and they were studied, and 110 of the 111 had chronic traumatic encephalopathy. What I was looking for was the next paper, next day, what does the author say about this? Mogen brothers in de adres. Een lullig van die vogel van Lomo. En we zouden anders zo wel lachen. I haven't seen any shot. And the Mephosian brother. What is that verbiage? Een lullig van die vogel van Lomo. En we zouden anders zo wel lachen. Words don't really make sense. And how come there's no good painters on it? What the mother is saying is a criticism of Amusoil, maybe specifically criticism of the Rabonim of Amusoil. How come they let that paper be published? those three reports, and didn't follow up with us, so what was that officer? Are you allowed to play football? Lately, some of the yeshivas have put up football teams. I think any of these drugs don't have side effects. We know we have side effects. So I'll be a lot of I'm not going to use this drug enough. That's what I think the Gemara means. We are the Dalai Amos in our life. In your Shusayoshi, there's no Dalai Amos. The whole Shusayoshi is yours. Dalai Amos is a reference of Shusayoshi. Where do you have Dalai Lama's four cubits in the circle of 
seven and a half feet or so, that belong to you. Come out into the Shusarabe, don't tell me what just the Shiurim in the Yeshiva, what they did, what they said. It doesn't mean anything. That's not Kabbalah's vocals yet. That's yours. You prove it belongs to Kabbalah who, who ordered you to prevent, to provide for him a world of chesed, a world in which Kabbalah finds a place for himself. That happens in the Shusarabe. Chinuch, as all of you know, uh, you've been in Chinuch professionally or not, you know very well that the test of success with children is not what the report that the teacher gives on, on Parent Teachers Day. But let's see what happens when he entered graduate school. Let's see when he comes out of graduate school. Does he have his Dal Amal Shalalokhe there? That's his Ushu Sarabi. I thought this week, according to papers that I left behind in America, this is the week when they're presenting to the Supreme Court a right to try law. In America, you cannot use a drug basically not available to you unless you have approval of the Federal Drug Administration. The American government controls it. It's also forbidden for a company to provide a drug until it has FDA approval. But something has happened in the last two or three years. Tremendous advances in gene therapy, especially in immunotherapy. All these drugs are pretty well known now, meaning the company that sponsors these drugs has been working on these drugs for four or five years sometimes. But because of their lawyers and the need for properly patenting for good for patent protection, they hold withhold that information, except if you read science or nature, where they continuously report, but it's of no practical use yet because you can't get the drug. So a bunch of people got together and they put in their uh, request legally to allow for what they, what they entitled as the right to try law. A person who's told he has only a short time to live and this drug has been reported in the scientific literature. They want to try that drug. The company says, I can't give you the drug because the FDA hasn't approved it yet. <coughs> so, I thought I would make a little uh, 
contribution and maybe uh, allow possibly for someone to write into the Israeli newspapers, how does the Torah respond? Today, as medicine is moving suddenly ahead, we were stabilized for many, many years. Nothing much was happening. And suddenly, gene therapy came in. Unbelievable the speed with which this research had achieved success. <coughs> if you leave America and look what's happening in China and Japan, where their rules, rules are not as strict as ours, unbelievable what they're doing. And unbelievable, Baruch Hashem, with the success they're having there. What does Allah say in it? First, a mako. Mother and mother come. I'll try to use your. You people will kind of to prepare. I assume I can use a few Hebrew words here too. <laughs> right? And the Moses says, Oh, the Rishoy Tanoihi, two Tanoim, anonymous Tanoim, argue. Does a person have a right to injure himself? The halachi issue that's raised by my question, can you use an experimental drug before it's approved, is really that issue. FDA claims it may hurt you. Therefore, we're very conservative. The patient claims, I have no choice, I have nothing else that holds any hope for me. Second way of referring to this focus is, is there a freedom that you have when dealing with Chayishor? I can't tell you exactly why this was decided upon, but so it seems to be in Aloha. And largely based on my share, that's how 
evaluation that Chayishah is less than one year. Chayishah is less than one year. The doctors only best they were able to say was that the patient has six months to live. Six months to live, and he takes a risk in taking a drug that's been unapproved. So he's risking Chayishah with the hope of Chayo seems to be a, a fair gamble, a fair risk. Let's see what the locker says. Truly, the Gemara Babakame cannot mean question of Buddha or the Machba Yatsmo. Is he allowed to cut off his hand? Is he allowed to mutilate himself? It must be for a reason. Gemara doesn't discuss any reason. There must be some kind of rational reason why a person wants to do self-damage. We know that for Panosa, the mother seems to allow a, a lot of leeway in Panosa. Right? Remember, the dialogue here of Halonas Chasoki. Someone works for you, you must pay him that day. Not the Isu that I say if you don't pay him that day. Mara says, that one, I gave you that, I don't know. Lotion. So it says, why Alona, reason for Alona's Chasof here, it's a kind of a, a adding Taimei HaMitzvot, Lomos there all over England. You hired someone to pick dates for you. Who knows? Picking dates, I gotta go off on a long ladder. He knows people fall off the ladder. Why does he? Why? Why does he do so for Parnassa? So we have already a little header for Parnassa. It's Buddha Adam. What? To enter into suffix Shema Yazigatatzo. Maybe you call himself that. Otherwise, how about you want to climb a, a coconut tree? You want to climb up a day tree because you feel like doing exercise. Now, I know it's better to do so. Seemingly simple track is also to do so. It's also a lot of Mahatma You look in Shulchanor, and not too often do you find it. Mother says, Shulchanor says, Reading from the Shulchanor of the Beis Yosef, the Our Shulchanor, Achol of Atmo, Shemish Betopchov, Afapi Sheino Vishoi. There, 
Then a word comes in there which no one knows, Chuck. Potter. What a potter was he? Potter Kayev? He does know anybody anything. Strange language I think Mother uses. And most traditions that I've seen have it in parentheses. You better leave out the word. Kashe without a tail. Don't ask the Kashe. The two children of Hachobo Beachmo, Afopi Shane of the Shoin, right? There he says, Achedim Shachoblubo Hayovim. Don't say Ain of the Shoin, don't say Poto, Muto, Oso. Also strange language. Ain of the Shoin, he has no right to do so. Then the, 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 the tool brings. Kosav harama, she ain't no halacha, ella ha'odam rishoyim achbo be'atzmo. Not too often you find them a chlokis in two shulchan oros. The Beis Yosef, on the tour, records what the, what the tour says, and it seems to affirm that after that, <coughs> Mutu Odom Lachbo Beatmo. In our Shulchanor, right, it just has Alpha P. Shein of Shoy, Achedim Shechobo Hayokim. What's the Machlokis here with the Mutu Lachbo Beatmo or not? Again, it's hard that no one makes, no one, none of the Mephoshim give a reason why a man want to be Lachbo Beatmo. It's truly. A man can't do that. It's an irrational act. Why should he be allowed to do that? It's for good reason. He wants to play football because some crazy people are only to come and watch him play football and give him a million dollars a game. For a million dollars a game, so at age 50 I have a damaged brain, maybe it's worth it. There are people who went to car racing, horse racing, millions of dollars are involved in those sports. And the people who engage in it, is this much different than Lomazel all over Elon? Why did he go off to climb for date? That raises, that raises the issue. In halachic terms, are you permitted to risk high shore for a benefit? Benefit being high olam. If I'm allowed to risk in order to earn a living, surely I should be allowed to risk in order to gain a life. So you look at the Makos. This is also a kind of a reminder of how we decide what's right and wrong with their Hatova. Don't make it up as you go along. 
the Rav began by saying, Moshe Kibbutz Torah Misinai. It goes after that. Yeshua is Kanan, is Kanan, Anshek Nef Sagadola. Anshek Nef Sagadola gave it over also, didn't stop there. The title that we have, the title that's transmitted from Rebbe to Talmud. That's all we have. We never had a Torah from Kodesh Baruch except maybe two commands, Anoche Shem Alakecha, and Otherwise, everything came from a Rebbe. His name was Moshe Rabbeinu, came to Yeshua. Our whole Torah is only a Torah of Masova, of given over from generation to generation. Kodeshvoku, in his greatness, allowed us a Torah that also made room for man to even make error in the Torah and find that acceptable. <laughs> the Torah is that we have. My shirt that's how has in his Hagdoma, the Eagle's Kosher, Moshe Rabbeinu, and he found that the Kodesh Volchu was Kosher Sorim Leosios was putting crowns on the osios. And the way my friend explained that, Moshe Rabbeinu asked him, why are you doing that? He tells us that the Rabbi Kiva will come and be doish tali talim halochos from the osios. He says what Karibohu was doing, he was crowning the osios Transferring Malchus on himself to the Osios. Don't ask me any questions. Because Boga says, Lo Vashamayimhi, I can't answer you anymore. When I ask a question, ask to the Osios. Look in the Possum, look in the Gemara, you'll find my answer. But I will not intervene. Lo Vashamayimhi, I've given it up. What does the Torah take us? You see how, first of all, how rich our Torah is. You can't find anything as happening in our world today that you cannot reinterpret in the language of Torah to know is it muto or also? Is it poto or chayim? This question, uh, the way I'm formulating it, is does a person have right to risk high shaw in order to gain high or First, one of the truths that I made reference to, I am Dalit, I believe. Uh, <coughs> The egos laid down a rule which was never challenged. I know from other other issues that I dealt with by Shreya uh, that this was discussed in great great detail 
my high wages benefit in Vilna. Chai Shaw. Find, as I said, of less than less than a year, is subject to man's interpretation of right and wrong of mucho and us. Look at the Gemara in Ksubis, and not Kuvdamid. The death of Rabbi Yudah Nasi. Rida Nasi was obviously suffering greatly. The Tamidim were must follow and Kodesh Baruch should intervene and make it well again. But it wasn't working. It was fairly terminal, whatever that means. You look at the text, right? He quotes his maidservant. I'm say the Rebbe. She was misfollowed along with the Talmudian, a Karajbal who should intervene, make him well again. But then she saw something. Even the Chazoi, Tamazimna, the Isle of Esakise, the Cholat Tzfilin, Omanaflu, the Comet's Tire, saw that he was suffering great pain. Take him away. But, this I want to analyze for you, the Talmudim were being misfollowed and the Malachamavas couldn't come in. So she interrupted the Malachamavas, she interrupted the Talmudim. She threw down an urn from an upper story, right? interrupted the Tfilos, and Rebbe passed away. Came the Chachomim and they praised this, this lady servant, this great servant of, of, of Rebbe, and she understood better. But what did she actually do? She allowed Rebbe to die earlier. She took away Chayisho. So here we have a big motto that you can risk Chayishor for a benefit. In this case, a benefit being freedom from pain. But you can modify that heter by saying, well, that's because <coughs> death was imminent. Well, what about if you have cases where it's not so imminent? Soon after I became involved in Muncie, New York, there was a, an accident in which a 19-year-old 
non-Jewish bike rider, as they called it, riding a motorcycle, got into an accident, severely injured, and the doctors said they must amputate a leg. Nineteen-year-old refused the amputation. <coughs> the, the, the sheriff in, in Muncie in those days, uh, there weren't too many about him around, so they even honored me by making me a deputy sheriff, <coughs> which has great value because you can park at a hydrant, at anything but a hydrant. If you don't leave a hydrant, you can park when there's no parking. Yeah, that's something I put in the window. The sheriff called me, he was a full Catholic, uh, maybe I can talk to the boy. So I went down to talk to him. At that moment, a local justice of the peace walked in they called, it, they called her also a little lady, and, and she asked the boy, who's the President of the United States, what's the date? He answered correctly, and she gave out her psak din, it's also to touch him. If he will not allow the amputation, you cannot amputate. What would Allah say in such a case? You don't call the justice of the peace. You call an anesthetist, you give him anesthesia, and you take off the leg. Person has no right to die. He has no right over his life. No such halakha. It's kofin also, but against his will. Yeah. Because Whose life is it anyway? Not yours, it's Kanishwalfa's life. The question is, I want to live. And the doctor promises me there's a good chance of Chayolam, but I have to risk the Chayushaw because the FDA has not approved the drug. Do I have a right to do so or not? That's the issue we're handling. On the case of Rebbe, we know this, that you could risk, not risk, you can intervene with Chayisha, take away, Rebbe was alive. By doing whatever they did, they withdrew therapy. In that case, the therapy was, was treeless of the people, but also we found a hetero to do so. So what do we have from here? If a patient is suffering, cannot do anything better for the patient, you can stop therapy in order for the patient to be able to die. You can use endangered therapy, and maybe the patient will die because the drug has not, been, has not been approved. The second case, and this is 
uh, I remind that this is how we determine what Kodesh Bohu wants. We go and see how did Chazal handle specific cases. Now by the Zohar Yudches, the death of Avchanil ben Chagyam. Very difficult, difficult analysis of that case. So many questions remain open. But it became a mochah of source material to answering that question, what responsibilities do you have to Chai Shaw? Or is Chai Shaw as the as the language uh, what you have there? In the language and of the Zohar Chavzayin. If you look at the Gemara there, a person has to call a doctor. The doctor who he's going to call is someone who is that he will kill. They hate the Jews so badly, so much, that they have a doctor has the opportunity to kill you, he'll kill you. Suffolk mess, aim is If it isn't a suffolk mess, aim is happy, but I miss mishap in the What? Person suffering from an illness, right? He'll certainly die from this illness. He only has high show. He goes to the doctor, the doctor may kill him. That's it. You know, by the Zohar, that's a whole sugi. You can't take a shade by a, by, by a barber who's not Jewish. That's it because it's Choshu. So you might ask, what do you mean if, if certainly you're going to die, then you can go and accept the risk of going to a Goyesha doctor. <coughs> but he's risking the life that he has. He's not dead, dead. He's alive now. So he goes to a doctor. He may kill him tomorrow morning. If he doesn't go to the doctor, he may die in a few months. So better not to go. There's no We don't worry about the fact that he can live another few months. Since he doesn't have something seriously wrong with him, he's endangered his claim to life already. And the fact that you endanger it further is not so terrible. You can take, take, it, take that risk. How do you evaluate that risk? Go back to the case of Abhanil Methadjon. He's being burned at the stake.
the executioner placed rods of wool, of wet wool, on him to prolong the dying process. So his You have the text there. Af atok sach picha v'tikonis ha'ish. So the people, maybe the daughter, plead with him, breathe in the fire, so you'll die quicker. They are trying to prolong his death. He should suffer more. They even put water of wool, a wet wool on him. Amala muto sheitleno mishinosna. Then the executioner says to him, there, if I go in, if I will take away the wet wool and I'll increase the rate, the, the, the intensity of the fire, so you'll die faster, right? Will I earn for that? And he said, yes, yes. What did Hanidah ben Chadion finally tell the executioner? I'm willing to give up high shore in order not to suffer the pain. You can't do that. He said just before, I, I, can't, I, I can't breathe the fire in. But the executioner, he can also, he can go ahead and be earned higher all of by what? By increasing the fire, by taking away the wet wool. Why was that permissible? So you see from here that you can do something, what the Gemara said in Abedizah, if it's for your benefit. This has tremendous impact on medicine in dealing with terminal cases. You can keep the patient alive another few months. Should you or shouldn't you? Igus Moshe has several tubers which relate directly to that question, citing this Gemara, and I have no answers for the obvious questions that you all have on the Gemara. How did he's been trying to allow the executioner to do what he did. He said before, I can't breathe in the fire, I can't do anything to shorten my life. Then he did shorten, he gave approval to shorten the life. But not himself, he gave it to the good. He gave it to the executioner. I'll feel a possible explanation there in a minute. But what do you see from here? That high show is up to decision making by the individual. If that's the case, let's go back to our question. Can you take a drug that has side effects unknown because it's not been approved by the by the government yet? Can you take the risk? If all you have is high shah, 
and you can take the risk. have a, a real a real problem coming in. It seems to be I remember speaking to my Shreva fellow on this on this topic. The topic that we that came up many, many times there in actual cases where usually uh, I I was asked by the Shreva to come down and discuss the case because make sure he's not missing up on any of the scientific facts involved. Shreya came to the conclusion that Chai Shah can be risked for Chai Olam, <coughs> not for Chai Shah. Do we have any doctors here? Yeah, that's actually already. Are you familiar with drugs used for cancer? where the approval was given for a drug and the claim of the compliment is that from the tests that they did, this seems to prolong the life of the patient for six months. And no trouble getting approval for such a drug. If you can show the FDA that you have a, <coughs> a good study involving several hundred people, and from the study it indicates that a high percentage of them can be kept alive for six months. It's a good drug. In Halacha, you can't use that drug. Why? If there is a side effect of the drug that may shorten the life of the patient, and that's the truth of all those drugs. Every drug has side effects. Yeah. Uh, once had a chava. Uh, uh, I have a trouble with Panosa, the graduate from Yeshiva, a chemistry major, this was in the chemistry industry, something. He came up one day with a, a bright idea that he's coming up with a drug that will finally assure him a good Panosa. Yeah. He has a drug that has only side effects, nothing else. <laughs> But most drugs that we have today, they all have side effects. And many of the drugs used for serious illness, like cancers, don't promise more, more than a few months of life. Then Apihalochi, if there are side effects, is also to use those drugs because you cannot risk Chayishor except for Chayolam. And Chayolam has to be a minimum of one year survival. Go back to the, 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 the newspaper report that started our conversation. Uh, didn't report there what happened to the other patients. 83% success rate. Uh, what happened to the other, uh, the other patients? Right. Did it shorten their life? Did it shorten their life is also to use. This is a bit of an affirmation there. 
and the practice in America of being far more demanding of proof of success than any place else in the world. We give up the opportunity to introduce treatments early, but at the same time, we also avoid the risk of causing people to lose Kaisho. The case of Habib Ben Hadron that I made reference to, there, we finally allowed the executioner to shorten his life. There's no good explanation in the Roshoyan Pradakamara. The best I can offer you is this suggestion, this possibility. It was the executioner that added to the pain of a pain of Enhajon. He, he went ahead and lowered the, the flame. He went ahead and put on the wet wool. Then he asked, if I take that off, take off the wet wool, if I re reset the flame at a higher level, will I Will that be considered to be a mitzvah, a good deed that results for me chayolam? That yes. Why? What he was doing was he was doing shuvah. He was undoing the the chet that he did. That chayim and chayon had no right to intervene to tell him not to do it. That was already something which the executioner had introduced, and now he asked, "I want to do shuvah on that. Can I do that?" That he gave him permission to do. If that analysis uh, is not meaningful to each one of you, all I can tell you is there was nothing better in halachic literature to explain the instructions of Ramina Ben Tajer. You have that the by the Zohar of Zion. Three or four. Yeah. Okay. What page you there? There's a tesis over there. Look at look at the tesis. Said that it's okay to go to a Goyish doctor, even though he may kill you, right? Because if he's going to die anyway, the fact that he'll kill you earlier 
לחיישו לא חשימה, זה תזמין קלט. If Chayshor lo chashinam, then how come you b'chal Shabbos to save someone who only has Chayshor? At the violate the Shabbos laws, the parking all of a sagal, a building collapsed on him, and his man was terminal. I can go ahead and extricate him from the rubble, and he'll live a little bit longer. But he's going to die. In, 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 in days or hours. Amo, you see from there, Hashina, that, that, that temporary life, life of short duration, is also meaningful. Right? And it says, the Hocha, the Hossam, Avdina, Lutovoso. In the case of the Goyesha doctor, there we say Chayishol doesn't count. In the case of Chibu Shabbos, we say Chayishol also means something. You, you'll extract, extricate him from the rubble, he'll live a little bit longer. Why in one case you say Chayishol, Chayishin and Lo Chayishin? You have it wrong. In either case, you do what's best for the patient. Listen to language, right? Hocha v'hosam avdina l'tovoso. The hosam im lo tochosh, right? Yomus. The hocha im tochosh, v'lo yishafer v'chobim, v'aday yomus. V'kano kan shavkinan havaday l'mevin hasafim. The stasis becomes a very significant. How do you evaluate whether you should or should not do something for the benefit of Chai Shor? Does it depend how you see the benefit of Chai Shor? In the case of a building collapsed on him, what's the negative? What are you worried about? It's not that I have to worry about Chai Shor. Chai Shor is very meaningful. But in the case of, of a building collapsed upon him, there, why shouldn't I explain him? He'll live a little bit longer. In the case of the Goy, of the Goy Shadakta, I'm not worried about his living a little bit longer. I'm worried about his living a little bit shorter. Should I risk Haisha in order to be, to, in order to be able to live longer, right? In the case of, of the doctor, what you're worried about, he's going to take away your chayisha. In the case of a building collapse, you're not taking away anything. There's no negative aspect to what you're doing. When you're Mechal Shabbos, Mechal Shabbos doesn't count. There, there's no issue with Mechal Shabbos when you're dealing with Pekuch Nefesh. And Pekuch Nefesh means one minute, two minutes also. You know, says that a ghostess, father will die, whatever a ghostess is. Patient and extremist, right, he'll surely die. Mara says, if you let someone a gosis, and three days later, the, the wife wants to remarry, gosis is 
faraway land, right? And people left him, and they say he was a ghost. Where well, we left him, and three days have passed. Three days have passed. The woman can get married. <coughs> no shite. The ghost says, ain't a high period. Whatever. <laughs> I've called defining what exactly a ghost is, but what the Gemara called the ghost is. Therefore, says, high shore is a great value. What are you going to give up for a high shore? I'm going to give up Shmira Shabbos? That's not giving up anything. Instead of a high your life takes precedence over, over Shabbos. In the case of the, of the Goyesha doctor, what I'm worried about is to take away my high shore. So high shore is a value. High shore is a value. And our, our, our concern, this goes back to our, how are we doing on time? This goes back to our question. Can you use a drug that has negative side effects, but the advantage that the drug offers is significant enough for me to say, I want to risk my high show in the hope of getting Chayolam, the answer would be you can't risk the Chayoshua. Why? For two reasons. One, they may not offer you Chayolam. You have to make sure that the alternative, right, that you're giving, you, what you're giving up is a chance of a cure. A chance for a cure, I'm willing to give up my Chayoshua. But if all you have is Chayoshua for Chayoshua, there is no, no hacker to use such a drug. Where we up to our time? Let me, let me conclude Secretary of Shabbos. Uh, can I give you a final, final decisions? But it would seem right now, Allah that a drug that has significant side effects where there is a danger of the drug shortening the life. The question, is it mutter to use such a drug or not, would depend on first question, there, how much additional life does the drug claim to offer? If it's less than a year, it'd be also to use the drug. Then then we can't risk our high show. If the drug offers a possibility of cure, of extended life, <coughs> then a person would have the right to, to make that decision. But my friend has one of the tributes that I cite, says, but if the patient says, I don't want to risk my life, I'm prepared 
leave it in the hands of Kaddish Baruch Even though the doctors show good, 86% of the patients have, have improved for long periods of time, right? He has a right to say, I don't want to risk. That's inferred from that thesis, which says, the Tobasso agreement, that we choose what is best for him. And if it's best for him, he doesn't, he's not, his personality is such, he doesn't want to take the risk of killing himself. Even though there's a possibility of extended life, then the, the, the patient's right of choice, right, is, 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 was reaffirmed both in the Chubis and in my personal conversation, China study, that Shreya had that with, with the, the Vilna Besden, where they seem to make that, that conclusion. Again, that a patient has a right to, to refuse to endanger his life. A patient has a right to endanger his life if there's a claim that by doing this treatment, the life could be extended for more than one year. But if it's less than a year, then we don't risk Haisha for Haisha. I'd like to conclude with a, a Gemara in Yevomus an occasion to speak about it in my shul just a day or two before I left. Story in the Gemara of Amos, Yerushalmi actually has the full story. In Babylon it's abbreviated, but the key facts are there. A community asked the Buddha Nasi to send them a candidate for the Rabbanus. So he sent them someone by the name of Lady Ben Sisi. Lady Ben Sisi came there, they made him a Kabbalah's funnel. <coughs> and then the people came to ask him questions. So they asked him, right, Someone who has no hands and her husband died without having leaving any children. So she needs chalitza. In chalitza, she has to untie the shoe of the individual, but she's an amputee. She has no hands. Below Anivun, he couldn't answer them. Then it says in the, in the process of chalitza that a woman has to spit the yoke of a ponov, the omor and the woman is suffering from tuberculosis, so she spits and blood is seen on the floor, but don't see any spittle. This is his first Russia, like his first meeting with the community. No one, he couldn't answer them. So they sent back to Rebbe and said to him, how much did he pay you to send him as, as a candidate. So Rebbe answered him, right? It is. 
This is the language. I sent you an individual who is my equal. He said. So he called back to his Talmud, Lady Ben Sisi, and said, They asked you simple questions, but why didn't you answer them? He says, I know the answer. She has no hands, she has to untie the shoe with her teeth. She spit blood. If there's a drop of spittle in the blood, it's kosher. So, then he said, so why didn't you answer them? Right. He said, they put me on a bima gedola, and they came to ask me these questions. I lost my spirit. Let me tell you what's shot there. He's a fellow who wants to go into Rabbanus, right? and he's one of the great Talmudim of Rabbi Yudha Rossi. Right? And he was hoping to become a Rav in the community. Right? They come to ask him the most critical questions in that community. A woman who is an amputee, who is suffering from consumption, suffering from tuberculosis, how does she get Khalifa? How does she get Khalifa? That's what bothers you. No other questions. Right? How do you educate your children? How do you give stalker? What do you mean? Building a community? Not that I'm interested in. They put me on a beam of Godola. Such a position I don't want. I thought I'm coming to the Hobbit town. That's the problem with Rabonis today. All the key questions are not being asked, or better yet, are not being answered. I want to see how long it'll take before in your Moko Rishon, and the section that I always find is meaningful, sections labeled entitled Shabbos, there, that little pamphlet that comes along with it. Will they ask this question? Will they handle this question that, look, in front of the Supreme Court in the United States today, they're handling the case, does a person, right, have a right to risk, wants to take, get, get a drug? Did the Rabonians, the Council of America, did they send in a friend of the court I want to turn the, the society to work on my medical, on my medical ethics system. I wonder what did the medical ethics say? <laughs> but the government, unfortunately, are getting involved in issues of the ethics of the Congress of America, right? the ethics of the government here in Arches Royal. That's all I read, read in the papers. Some, since I came in, every single day, there was another person on trial for something. In, Amer in America, for months already, <coughs> all you read in the papers is of the, of the unethical conduct of people who run our government. Yeah. Where is the voice of Torah? 
that's what maybe when Sisi answers to the Buddha I want my toilet to be relevant to the life of people. I don't want it to be some esoteric science that it's interesting but to talk about but it has no impact on the people. I didn't know too much yet, except from a few members of the success of this community. But something tells me that the success of this community is because they're not so much interested in an amputee who spits blood, but more interested in knowing what the trailer says for every aspect of our life. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, you're still